0: Good morning, everybody. How is everybody doing today on this wonderful Friday morning? Hope everybody's doing fantastic. Um, My name is Jeff Gelman of Solid Canine Training, and this is the Wake the Fuck Up with Jeff show. Hope everyone's having a fantastic day. A lot of things I want to talk about. Obviously, I do this morning show Monday through Friday, and I talk a little bit about everything. Um, I'll usually pick up one topic to talk about. Today, I want to talk about e collar basics, remote collar basics, shock collar basics. All all the words are synonymous. Um, uh, 20 years ago, when I got into this dog training, I spent two years not using e collars and I started using them. Then 16 years ago, when I started my podcast, I started talking about all kinds of different correction training um, to correct bad behaviors and started talking about, I was one of the first people to actually talk about the mini educator, to put it in a video. Greg just started this company up, um, I'm not sure what year, but it was brand new, nobody really knew much about him at all, um, and now what you see his videos, his uh towers everywhere. And a lot of trainers are afraid to talk about it, or they talk about it in a way that's like, oh, we only use low levels. If you're not familiar with e training, the biggest thing that's important I think it was a couple of comments that people wanted to know random things about the e-collar. And I'm like, you need to know how to train on the e-collar. So if you want to stop, if you want to stop an unwanted behavior on an e-collar, a shock collar, remote collar, again, call them what you want, it's relatively simple to do. You just make that behavior suck. And when we're talking about, it's not about not doing a downstay, it's about Barking, digging, eating poop, jumping, counter surfing, um, going nuts back and forth in the back of the car. Even, even that one's not the super high. But a lot of those other behaviors, especially you know, running towards the door, barking your head off, all of those behaviors are stopped with um, a high-level punisher. That's just the way it is. So that doesn't take much training to do. You would just turn your remote collar up. Um, there's a knob at the top here. We'll just turn your remote collar up and just there's uh, a continuous button and a momentary button and we have this on continuous um if we go on momentary we'll just give a quick tap but the way we train and we'll get into that is on continuous pressure on pressure off it simulates um any type of leash pressure whatsoever um and you just make it suck to do that behavior and then you're stopping the unwanted behavior through discomfort which for some reason people seem to um, uh, uh, struggle with. Thank you. Some people seem to struggle with the concept of like, oh, so you're hurting the dog to stop it from doing something. And I'm like, well, there's a momentary moment of discomfort applied to the dog preceded with the word no. And I have zero problems to talk about it like that at all. I'm not gonna run from the fact that it's uncomfortable to the dog. I think we have to be careful when we use the word, well, first of all, it's not abuse, farthest thing from it. Um, Another lie that is big out there is, the dogs don't know what they're being corrected for or shocked for, and I'm like, yeah, they do. Because 95% of the time, when you're you're giving them a no command, you're, you're you're giving them verbal feedback also it's not this red ra- this random thing it's connected to a behavior or to a word so i think it's important that folks understand that there's the behavior modification spectrum which is what i just went over but when it comes to the obedience spectrum so teaching a dog sit down place heal recall that all we do in a four part um uh, e-coward program so it's not like you're just saying a command and holding a button. The dog is not going to listen to you. First, it has to be trained. So the way we do it in our company and other other companies, I'm sure do the same thing. And then there's other companies that do it differently um, is we first teach the dog um, uh, on leash and prong. And if you don't use a prong, well, then just teach the dog the commands. And then we layer the remote collar over it. And the reason why we layer the remote collar over it, because the, the the remote collars are not directional and they don't tell the dog like what command to do. That's where the training has to come in. So there's actually a lot of training, a lot of leadership, a lot of guidance, a lot of rewarding um, that goes into uh, remote collar training. It's not this button pushing training system it's a dog training training system and I think it's important for people to understand this that you need to take the dog through the steps you need to learn how to troubleshoot and um, what a lot of times people will say well when do I push the button and I'm like I need so much more information on that like first of all do you as a human understand how the dogs are learning do you understand markers? Do you understand, you know, reward-based training? Do you understand punitive-based training? Um, I think it's important for people to understand that. Um, it's not like a clicker at all. Uh, some people say, oh, it's like a clicker. I'm like, no, it's not. It's actually the polar opposite of a clicker. Um, it's used as a um, as a non-compliance tool um, where a clicker is used as a reward for a compliant um, command. So I think that's important for people to understand. Um, I think for people to say only use low levels, I think that's a disservice to a, to an owner where what is a low level and when a dog goes in drive, well, we all know that low levels don't matter. Um, there are folks that say I only use tone and vibrates and they might say that because they don't want to say that you shock and they want to say something that like, they're nice. And I'm like, well, what does tone mean to your dog? Have you done training with your dog? Um, and vibrate, vibrate is at one level and it is often way too much for a dog. It freaks out a dog way too much. And then also when the dog is in drive, it's not enough. Um, so, the way that we train is we have it on our green to graduate course that's the best way to like you know for under 200 you can fully learn how to remote collar train your dog and you should learn how to remote collar train your dog a lot of folks out there are like oh these should be sold to the general public because they don't know how to use them and i'm like there's so much free first of all it comes with an owner's manual and there's so much free information, as well as paid information, as well as hands-on training. So why why shouldn't they be? Why shouldn't they be? I'm a huge advocate of it. Um, they dramatically help for state of mind for with a dog that has got OCD behaviors, anxiety, um, can never relax, um, always aroused. They're fantastic for that. And it's not because they shut down dogs. You'll hear a lot of that conversation as well. That oh, they shut down dogs, and that's the farthest thing, the farthest thing from it is that they shut down dogs because they don't. Um So I think that's important as well, that folks understand the sequence of the training and we go over all those things. And the the gist of it is, is that the beginning stages, which we call priming, which is all of your leash work, no remote collar leash work. And we have this all in the videos. We explain it fully in the videos. Then there's something called CS, which is called continuous stim. And that is so you're teaching your dog escape conditioning you're teaching your dog how to shut off the collar that is done with lots of leash work and lots of uh uh, guidance and then obviously we do a marker word and food reward after that and then there's something called um uh you want to get the dog to avoid the stim and that's when the dog fully understands the command and the collar is only used once they um do not comply so when it comes to obedience training your dog on a remote collar and i'm, I'm not going into extreme detail on every command because we have a uh free videos but we also have a paid course that goes over start to finish i would encourage everybody the green to graduate the green to graduate too um there's a bundle i believe um it really goes into detail on um your uh obedience work on. Uh, off leash reliability so you can get an off leash reliable dog all by yourself and if you don't know how to get the course um before i continue talking um, if you just go to uh solid canine academy solid canine academy right there right now we're having a pre-sale on our chaos to control which is our leash reactivity um right here you get yours now it's it's half price 147 it's normally going to be 297 it's a five-day unedited um, live in September. We're doing it, but if you go to uh, courses and services, list all the courses, or how to save with bundles, you'll see the green to graduate one. You'll see the green to graduate two. You'll see the you'll see the bundle, and definitely sign up for the mailing list. If you're not on our mailing list, sign up for that email newsletter right there. So just to go over a couple of things and misconceptions that the e-collar is not a bad tool. And I understand countries are banning them and countries ban a lot of things. The reason why countries are banning them is because there's this agenda um, that's being parroted over and over and over again. E-collars are abusive. E-collars are abusive. E-collars are abusive. Well, when you put a million dollars plus behind that, and then you get a bunch of people to all buy into that and scream and yell and uh, 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 get angry at their lawmakers, well, that's when things change. But unfortunately, owners are going to struggle. Now, can you train a dog without any cower? Of course you can. But it's a fantastic tool for close by and for far away. Also, even on the manual, it says don't use for aggressive dogs. I don't know if you did that for a litigation issue, but it's probably the best tool out there for aggressive rehab but all no matter what tool you use you need to understand dog training concepts no matter what tool you use even if you use food you have to understand dog training concepts how to train how to correct um, dogs so how to start a behavior and stop a behavior and then get a behavior to be reliable under distractions that's really important um, what do we got here? um Brittany says, Good morning. Abby, good morning. Good morning to you, Constance. Good morning. Happy Friday, everybody. Yes, it is. Stucklebunds, good morning, everyone. Good morning. Brittany um, says, Jeff, I love the emails you guys have been sending. Happy Friday. Oh, you're welcome. Thank you, Brittany. Yeah, and if you're not on our email list, again, go to Solid Canon Academy and sign up. And Joelle writes those. She puts them together. So I'm, I'll let her know that you said that. And um, Um, there's going to be things on our email. If you're not on our email list, I would encourage you to be on our email list because we will be putting things out there that nobody else sees. JoJo says, hi, everyone. Hello, JoJo. Deb. Oh, hey, Deb. I haven't seen you for a while. Good morning, Jeff. It's been a while. Oh, yeah, it has been a while. What would would your suggestion be if a client dog had over the top interest in food during the early stages of training would you just use leash pressure without food you could do that or you could actually correct the dog for being overly aroused see this is where food does it hurt or does it help so when, when, when we use food to trade if a dog is totally bonkers for it can't focus because of it can't concentrate um then uh then yeah we'll correct that arousal or we won't use food or we won't use food so that's we don't get a ton of drivey dogs in, but when we get a super drivey dog in, we see that with dogs. It's like, whoa, dog the, the food is too too intense for the dog. Uh, Dowro says uh, email list is great. Thanks. Oh, you're welcome. Thanks for joining. And if you uh, give everybody a, good morning Mark, how are you? Give everybody a little bit of a refresher on that go to free training and social media and email newsletter. Click on that and join just like that. And you'll just get emails from us. All right. Marcus says, good morning. All right, everybody on Facebook, on rumble and on YouTube. Thank you so much for joining me this morning. And, um, Great little podcast about uh, uh, e-collar. If you're, I understand why some people are afraid of an e They've gotten an e they've never used it. They've heard bad things about the e-collar. Um, all I can say is that it's a fantastic tool. It's um, you can learn it yourself. There's an owner's manual. There's free free online videos. But we do have a fantastic course, um, Green to Graduate, which is our foundation course for everything, um, obedience wise. And then we've got Green to Graduate 2, which was a live course. And then we've got another live course coming up. Don't forget, it's a leash reactivity course. It's on pre-sale right now for the month of August for filming in early September. We'll give you an exact date, probably within the week. And we'll have some video of the dogs that we're using on that one. All right, got a little surprise for all of you. All right. May I be in love with all of you. Take care. Bye-bye.